Welcome back to Last Man's Opinion. That's the host, Tommy Cabral. With me tonight are the usual characters, producer Roland, Dan Mara, and Rich Cagle. Tonight, Roland will explain himself why we didn't have an episode last week. Good job, Roland. We'll give you some Giants feedback. Uh, uh, big week for uh, Dan with the uh, college football playoff and Michigan. And um, we'll let you know how the outlook looks on that. And we'll give you some Knicks talk. Uh, let's start with uh, college football because that'll take the quickest. And Richie stepped away from his computer. So, Dan, how, how you feeling? Friday's the game, 7.30. Friday's the game. I'm feeling pretty good, Tommy. I'm feeling pretty good, actually. Uh, I think it, I think it's going to be competitive. Whether or not they win, I don't really know. But I do think it's going to be competitive. I hope it's competitive. I um, I worry that first game's not going to be competitive. Alabama, uh, Friday, Friday, 3.30 on ESPN, Alabama versus Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah I, don't I, think, I, I don't think that's... I, I think Alabama's going to win by uh, three touchdowns. I'll be shocked if Cincinnati stays in the game. Shocked. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, and, um, I, and like, and like I, I'll be shocked if it's still a game at, by halftime. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think that's... Uh, uh, yeah, and then I think... I think... I, I, I'm still surprised Georgia's a seven-point favorite. I get, you know, I get the SAC and stuff like that. I, I think Michigan, I don't think Georgia can blow anybody out. I, I, my, the, the biggest question with Michigan is, is the quarterback. Like, the quarterback play isn't great. Yeah. Um, and if they fall behind, they're, they're in trouble. Yeah. Um, you know, the big thing uh, is that um, – Michigan's been putting up a lot of points lately, so they don't they haven't had a hard time scoring the ball, uh, which is now, good. Their their offensive line and running game is is legit. It's the quarterback. Yeah. Like they, they they can't yeah, drop back. And, and, yeah, yeah, the yeah. That they're not you know, if they fall behind fourteen nothing or seventeen three or something like that and they need to throw the ball, they they can't do it. They're gonna have to like play good defense and run the ball and run the ball. They're gonna need to run the ball and get like two hundred yards of offense essentially. Uh, yeah. But I think they can do that because I mean Georgia's defense is really good, obviously. But I think and I think but I think Michigan's defense is 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 uh, good as well. So I think it's gonna be uh, prediction time, Tommy. Uh, just because obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm rooting for Michigan. I, I'm gonna say twenty four twenty one Michigan. Okay. Okay. Optimistic. I got uh I got a uh, 30, 34-31 Georgia. I see, but I think it's going to be close. I I actually do think uh, yeah, game... I think it, I yeah, I think it'll be close and I, I could I think it should I, be a good I game. Easily, it could easily be uh Michigan 34 Georgia 31, but um... Yeah, I, 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 Georgia should be favored. I I I do think it's going to be a, a close game. I don't think I don't think Georgia Alabama is a lock in the final. Yeah, um, I think Alabama's locked in the final. I don't. I don't. I don't, I, I don't like that they're playing in Florida. That doesn't do well for Michigan. But yeah, I know, I know Michigan. Uh, they're gonna travel the well money. though. Yeah, they yeah. they got the money. They yeah. This is the first well. time they're in the. This is the first time they're in the playoffs. They're, they're gonna be crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's basically in Georgia's backyard. Um, yeah. 
So that doesn't help. No. Uh, but, but yeah, it should be should be a good I game. I think that game should be good. Alabama Cincy, I don't think it'll be good. But I'm rooting for Cincy because fuck Alabama. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And plus, if if you uh, if you beat Georgia, I mean, obviously you want to play Cincinnati. You don't want to play Georgia. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You, you don't want to play Alabama. You don't want to play Alabama. Uh, yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's your uh, college football playoff. Uh, outlook Lord, for us. Before, before you leave it, Tommy, do you yeah, remember ooh. like a year ago, Dan was like talking about, oh, I'm going to be done with college football. Meh, meh, meh. Does anyone remember uh, that? I got I to be honest, with, honest with you, Richie. Yeah. So uh, Michigan this year was not supposed to play the way that they played. Um, and they, they, hadn't been, they hadn't been anybody good under... Under Harbor yeah. for for his four years there, uh, it was terrible, um, and so yeah, I was totally done. And then they came into the season not really knowing then, how good the team was going to be. I mean, they weren't. They came into the season unranked. They thought they were going to be the third or fourth best team in the conference, and they literally came out Dan. of nowhere. Flip flop Dan strikes yep. again, and I, it's no holy. one. No one. It, no one forced. I, I'm done with the Giants right now. Now, if the Giants and yeah. I don't, I don't care what the Giants do next in the offseason. There's no way. There's no oh, way right. that there's no way Richie. that they're gonna that they should be a playoff team next year. But if they're gonna be a playoff team next year, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, what happened? It's the same thing in Michigan. They Richie they Dan is Dan is basically on his knees getting ready to suck Harbaugh's <laughs> dick. I, uh, I, and, I, I I like like he's he, first in line. Well, they gave him. They, I mean, so after last year, they cut his salary. They basically uh, cut his power. They they made his entire salary uh, uh, performance based. So, um, so Michigan, so, so Michigan didn't think that they, they, he was going to do anything. He, like they were like trying to figure out a way to get rid of him. Essentially, um, I think they cut his salary in half and basically said he he can only make bonuses now. Like. Like, there's no, you know? So, I am as shocked as anybody else is. How, how much of your hopping back on the Michigan bandwagon, how much of that has to do with the Giants being unwatchable? Like, any part of it, or no, not really? No, no, they're pretty, or, they're pretty separate. Like, like uh, if the Giants were in the playoff hunt right now, that wouldn't affect your Michigan? No, no, it wouldn't be. No, because, um, so, I... So they played well. So Michigan, so obviously Giants have been terrible. So like, Michigan played well, uh, but it wasn't until because I was like, okay, whatever. They're playing well, but they had a really shitty schedule, and like the knock on Harbaugh has been that they, they haven't beaten any good teams. So as soon as they beat, they have like three or four tough games all season, and they always lose all four of those games, and then that's it. Uh, so then they was mid October they blew out Wisconsin, which was that was the game. I was like, oh shit, maybe they're not bad. And then I think two weeks later. They lost a tough game to Michigan State, and then I was like, "Fuck, same old Michigan." And then they beat Penn State, and they crushed Ohio State, and then you're like, "Fuck!" And then they stomped Iowa, so they were legit. But no, it, it's pretty separate. I, I would be into Michigan regardless if they were good. Um, yeah, just so really, just, there's no competition. Just to, uh, just to clarify that uh, contract. So, uh, Harborough's contract went uh, base salary of four million in 2021, which will increase to four point four two six million in 2025, 
it can earn a maximum bonus of $3.475 million in each year of the contract, including $1 million bonus for winning the Big Ten, which he did this year, yep. and the CFP National Championship, uh, and $500,000 bonus for winning the Big Ten East and reaching the CFP. So that's uh, he did that as well. Uh, if they fired him this year, they would owe him $4 million. Um, blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, I, but but I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buyouts th- and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but, but I think yeah. that they cut his like base he, heading yeah, into he, this year. He was, uh, he had one year left, uh, slightly over eight million dollars for in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. So I think they basically cut his salary in half and took that four million and just made it bonuses. Yeah. Yep. Um, which he, he he's gonna win most of that back anyway, so I guess it didn't really matter. Yeah. But I no way I saw this coming from Michigan. So uh, uh, I I don't I, I'm gonna be like, oh, you, you know, this year's gravy, and 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 they've done everything that you could probably want. Uh, obviously, I want them to win on Friday. I it would suck if they got blown out. Like that would just leave a bad taste in your mouth. Like they did yeah. all this work to just get blown out. So I want them to win. I don't want them to get blown out like at least keep the game close and i think they will yeah well they should because i think they're good enough and i think they're gonna have the number one pick in the draft is gonna be for michigan then yeah yeah it looks like it it's uh it's a toss-up between a couple of uh he's heavily heavily uh favored to be the number one player so um yeah we'll uh go from there um but you touched on it a little bit uh you want to dive into the giants what do you want to dive into the giants do we want to, do we do that to you know what you know what let's start yeah they play they play the eagles so let's start with richie richie you were at the game i was at the game the first half was unwatchable unwatch both you know, the Giants actually had an opportunity in the first half to take over the game, and with with even an offense that wasn't top five, like let's say the tenth worst offense in the league, they should have been up by like double digit points in the first half. They had field position starting at like the Eagles forty five like three times in a row and couldn't do anything with the ball. It was pathetic. It was embarrassing. Um, but, you know, the Eagles came out of the half, made a couple plays on defense because, uh, you know, I mean, the Giants offense can only be bad for so long before it starts turning it over and embarrassing itself. So that's essentially what happened. And they, then the Eagles just blew them out in the second half. It was uh, game game turned pretty quick in the third quarter. Yeah. Um, before the end, did. It did, and I don't know if this came across. I don't. I didn't watch any replay, so I don't know if this came across on the TV. Did anyone see? Um, and it was still kind of a game at this point, I believe. I think the Eagles were up maybe by that. I mean, okay, it was kind of a game in score, but you know, if you're a Giants fan, it probably wasn't a game. I think the Eagles were up by like ten points at this point. So for the Giants, it's essentially game over. But um, Eagles had a play where they threw to Devontae Smith in the end zone. And uh, did you see, did you see that play? And he dragged his toes on it. And did you see that play? I don't think I did. 
So it, so they called it a touchdown on the field, and then the refs said after reviewing the play, um, it, it's not a touchdown. So remember, this was a touchdown play, so only the refs can review this play. You know, yep. coaches can't do anything about it. Yeah. Yep. So so they said after review, you know, we're overturning it. Then okay. twenty seconds later, they're like, you know what? We're gonna review this again. So they reviewed it again and then changed their their call again. It was the they most reviewed bizarre, they reviewed bizarre it twice. sequence of plays I've ever seen in my in NFL values before, like in regards to refing. Can't like, they get can like the New York review, review or the like remote review if they call in? I, I don't know how it worked behind the scenes. Again, I wasn't watching, so I don't know if the announcers were talking about it. That's so. Wait, so they 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 review they went to re- review it. And then they came back and said no touchdown, and then they reviewed it again. Right. That seems bizarre. I don't, <laughs> don't think that seems you know, possible. I, uh, but I, I, I didn't hear that. I, I saw that once, but it wasn't like that. It was, uh, they were re- reviewing, they reviewed the play and didn't reverse the play, but then they wanted to review for a penalty. So they went back in and reviewed for that. Like that, yeah, that, I, that, that I never. Yeah, that's different. I never saw them be like, oh, you know what? I might have spoke too soon. <laughs> right. That's, and it was, it was so you know weird. Actually, I forgot to look at this aspect of the play. Let me go back. There was a game like that earlier in the year where the refs reviewed it, and then the coach challenged a. They challenged a different aspect of the play, and then they overturned the whole thing. Right, it was like in week two or three. Else. What's up? Yeah. And the coach, the coach just pointed out something else to him. Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, yeah, that that is bizarre. Um, so Philly, they're gonna make the playoffs. I feel like they will. Well, they got they play Washington this week, so I mean, and Washington stinks. They should win that and, game. Too. And again, Eagles, Eagles aren't a, a real contender, but they should beat Washington. But again, you know, when you're a bad team, you know, you can lose anybody. So. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, and and again, I'm not calling the Eagles a bad team because they have won eight games. They have pretty good coaching, so that that stops them from being like a really bad team. Um, you know, yep. uh, like the Giants. Yep, I got it. Right, um, and you know, I got to say, on offense, they do have pretty good offensive uh, roster. You know, one thing they've always believed in in my lifetime since Andy Reid. You know, since like 1991. And it's been this way for the last 20 years. They always believe in O-line. No matter who's there, they believe in O-line. They spend draft picks on the O-line every single year. Every single year. So, you know, they have, a, they have one of the best O-lines in the league. So, I mean, that's that's automatically going to make the game easier for them. You know, it, it's, yep. it's, it's weird watching, like, the Giants, you know. Oh, they can't block anybody. Yeah. It's really unbelievable. When, if you watch the Giants play, it's unbelievable how... Their offensive line, like for the last, I don't know how many years, just can't block it. It's like they don't even know who to block. It's oh, it's I, really. I saved a tweet. I mean, there. it's even going back to Eli. I got the I got the I got that tweet right now. The review tweet. Okay. What's the tweet? Wait, before that, I just want to say one bad thing about the Giants that they said after the game. So just one thing. I'm sure it's worse than this, but uh, it's fine. They 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 haven't made the playoffs in what nine out of ten years and like eleven out of thirteen I think now. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. Like and especially with the NFL making it easier to make the playoffs, that's just unbelievable almost. It is unbelievable. 
And not only that, they're not even cl- I mean, I guess last year they were technically close to making the playoffs. Can't but like, yeah, I can't count. Like, yeah, but they don't have winning records. No. Yeah, when's the last time they had a winning record? Uh, I mean, let's lower the bar. A winning record. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think they had... Uh, since they... I should look. Since they fired Coughlin, well, even before Coughlin, Tom's last couple years, I think they were 7-9, eight and 8-8. Eight, but um, certainly the last seven years, I think they've had a winning record one time. One time. Um, I might even be longer than that. So, Tommy, what did what did you find here? Oh, was this tweet? I, you know, you know, I put it in the tweet, and then I realized that the refs going back and forth wasn't in it, and then I put the big lead, um, but they have an advertisement that takes up the whole fucking screen. God, I hate <laughs> websites that do that. Oh God, I cannot stand when websites put the fucking. I got, I got, I got another one. I got another one. <laughs> DK, I don't know what. DraftKings Nation. DK Nation, baby. Don't need to... DK <laughs> Nation. So, um, yeah, I was trying to read. I couldn't even read the article in uh, the big lead because the fucking Samsung advertisement took up three, uh, seven-eighths of the screen. Like, and you can scroll the article, but they give you, like, uh, like a little bit. Uh, screen to read the article. That's why you got to put that ad blocking Raspberry Pi on your network. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Roland, if I knew how to do that or (laughs) what the fuck you just said. What the hell are you talking about, Roland? Yeah. (laughs) I can send you instructions. Uh, Yeah, that won't help me either. Lightsaber my my iPad and let's uh, figure out how to get rid of ads. I got it. Okay. I Um, I just read your article, Tommy. Yeah. What was the article? So essentially, so the refs overturned their own call. So it was called a touchdown, and then I guess the refs talked about it and said, "No, you know what? Let's you know let's rule this an incomplete pass." And then the command center was watching the game and were like, "No, you guys fucked up. We got to review this." Right. And they they called for another review. Right. Isn't the command center in New York? Yeah. I got something right. I can retire. Yeah. So anyway, it was just it was just a weird play, um, which, which kind of overshadowed uh, Smith. You know, dragging his feet. It was he? He did a great. He, he's been so good. He's he's the best Eagles receiver we've had in a long time. Um, It'd be nice yeah. if uh, the Giants had good wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, he's really the only good one we have. So it's not like you know, one more than zero. That's yeah. true, and it, it it makes a huge difference. It. You know, ah, huge difference. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there are, uh, what? Uh, I think, I think the the Giants' offensive line uh, have more touchdown receptions than half most of their receivers. <laughs> yeah, which unbelievable. Yeah, yeah and what, what's up with uh, Tony? You know, I thought early in the season, uh, you know, after the first three the, games, has like, injured every other game. game. There's a couple game stretch where he like made a couple fancy plays and he looked like he was gonna be kind of special, but then. then he got hurt. Well, then he got hurt. So, he, I, I, did he play Sunday? I don't think he played Sunday. Did he play Sunday? Yeah, he did. I thought he did. He did play Sunday, but he but he's hurt again. I think Sunday was his first. So he was he was hurt 
with, I forget, oblique or ankle, or now I think it's a shoulder. So so he's missed, I don't know, 10 games because of injury. Um, then he was on, like, the COVID list for, like, a couple of weeks, two weeks maybe. So it's like it's always something with him. So he's, he's, he's barely played. Um, so, and he's the only one that has any type of talent on him. Galladay just seems like an enormous bust at this point. Uh, so uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like the talent is there for the wide receivers, but the execution is god-awful. Like, they've shown they have talent in the past. Like, Slayton's been good, but then drops got Slayton, to him last year, and then this year he just, like, dropped off. Sterling Shepard. has been awful. Also a quality receiver. They have, like, some quality receivers, but they can't, you know, put everything together. They're just, like, terrible drop passes and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I, 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 the receivers I think, can't be this bad. I think you cut Slayton. I think Slayton has been so terrible this season. I, you can't even play him at this point anymore. I think Shepard's career is probably done. Um, he, he had he had a couple good games. I mean, after those oh, but, concussions last year, the year before, yeah, like yeah, that's I think it was two years ago. Tough... I know, but he uh, he's done for the season again. He uh, was it his Achilles or his knee or something like that. Um, so like, and he was the that, only that one that was career playing. though. Well, how old, how, how old is he? Is he thirty two? Oh, is he that old? Thirty? Maybe he's thirty. I, I forget how old he is now. I mean, he's been in league. He, he, he uh, maybe he's not that old, but he with the concussions and uh, and the uh, no, he's probably not thirty two. He's probably younger than that. I thought he's he was probably, like late twenties. Yeah, he might be late twenties now. But like between the cu- concussions and like he he he's missed two of his past three years now. Um, like when he's on the field, it's great, but it, it's it's becoming to the point where like you can kind of see like the injury starting to take its toll, and then you know guys just aren't the same after that. Uh, like kind of almost going the same path as like a Victor Cruz, who like right burst onto the scene was great, and then by year four, year five, starts getting these injuries, and then one last injury, and then he's just not the same player anymore. I feel like that's where Shepard is heading. Uh, Kenny Galladay is terrible, like absolutely terrible. I I I don't even I don't even understand like what he does on the field. Um, I, Tony I, looks good, but he's hurt all the time. But in regards to Galladay, you know, like Roland said, like Galladay, his entire career, he's been a productive receiver. Like, how does he just go to what we're seeing now? From I think of it, some of it is inefficient play calling or bad play calling, and then putting receivers in tough positions. And, yeah, and I don't know. Some of the drops are just ridiculous. Like, some of them are inexcusable. But then I think they get frustrated after a while because it's so bad out on the field. And then, like, the frustration just builds, and then they just can't execute basic plays. You know you know what it is, Roland? I, I, think, it's, I think it's because he used to have the greatest quarterback in the history of the game. <laughs> I'm listening. And, you know, <laughs> you, you have my attention. Three interceptions on Sunday? <laughs> not to Galladay. We're talking about the same person. We're talking about the same guy. <laughs> well, you know, look at the facts, Dan. You know, he's responsible for Galladay's greatest seasons of his career. Listen, Cooper, Cooper Cup's listen, about to have one of the greatest listen, wide receiver seasons ever. Listen, What's the common he, denominator here, Dan? What listen, is it? Effort. <laughs> well, exactly. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was great before, but th- this this is what Stafford does. He finds, and I give him credit. He finds. Uh, the like okay, man. there's a star play, there's a star player on the, the star player on the offense, and he's gonna give that guy the ball 
as much as possible. Yeah, that's smart. Not not a lot of teams like yeah. really force it. Force no, it like I, that. Listen, but he does. That's also why he, he throws a ton of interceptions because he forces right. it a lot. Uh, right. So that that's why it's. I mean, like Calvin Johnson he did the same thing with Calvin Johnson, right? Threw, threw Calvin yeah. Johnson to the ball probably like seventy five times a game. Uh, did the same thing with Galladay. Did the same thing with Cooper Cup. Can I ask? A, like, that's what he does. A newbie question. I don't want to ruin this little segue here. Go for it. Go for um, it. Are the Giants unlucky, Dude. or is there some systemic problem where people just keep getting injured this much? It just seems like constantly, like players that are performing are only playing like a third of the season, half of the season, constantly going in and out. Maybe they're not recovered fully, and they're coming back to play for a team that's aiming it for five or six wins. So, like, why are you rushing them back? Is it like a larger problem, or is this something that's common? I mean, you look at them, and it's almost every receiver: Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, like all the key players. Coaching. Um, so I would say, uh, like, I remember when Tom Coughlin started. Like, that was a big thing with with the Giants, and he completely redid the entire, or not, not totally redid their training staff, but but did overhaul uh, the training staff because he was like, there are just too many injuries. Like, there's stuff going on that, that shouldn't be happening. But, like, you could make that case with, like, I feel like muscle pulls and, like, that type of stuff more. I feel like you can blame the training staff. But, like, I don't know. You look at guys like, like, Galladay's been hurt, hurt most of his career anyway. So, like, you can't, you can't sign him and then be shocked that he gets injured. Same thing with Barkley. And Daniel Jones, I mean... Like, you have him running for his life out there behind a terrible offensive line. Like, he's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. It's, it's, it's impossible for him not to get hurt. He's getting that many hits. So, like, part of it is, is I think, how they play. I mean, sure, some of it's, like, unlucky, like Blake Martinez injury and, 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 uh, and the uh, Halepio, whatever his name was, is the center, you know, like, but you're going to get those type of injuries. I just think it's, I don't know, you, you know, when you sign guys that, that, that get hurt all the time, we're like, you know, think when Barkley's hurt all the time. Like, I, like what do you – and I don't know. I mean, Barkley looks fucking terrible too now. I saw, uh, I saw they're talking about uh, sitting him for the rest of the season. Do it. They should. They should. And just get rid of him. Yeah, they should. they should. They should sit him. Like, he's not doing it. And again, it happened again on Sunday. Booker's the better running back. Booker had a better game. And it wasn't even close. Still can't believe they got rid of Gallman. <laughs> I can't believe it either. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand why they got rid of Gallman. And then they could have signed him low cost, like you yeah. know, $4 million or something, $5 million. Did they have $5 million, though? Well, they, 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 gave, they gave Booker that much. But what, what's Wayne Gallman's contract this year? I don't even think it's that much. I don't, is, Booker, is Gallman even making a million dollars? Oh, I thought he was like three point something, like close to $4 million. Is that much for this year? Um, don't quote me on that. Yeah, he, um, uh, one million. Yeah, a million bucks. I mean, really, nine ninety, but I'm rounding up. You could, and you couldn't sign him for for a million dollars. Like, I, yeah, I don't get it. Instead, you get Booker, who you, who you give the. Uh, I mean, plus you have Gallman, who knows the offense. He was in there yeah. last year. Yeah, he started the whole season he as a solid backup high. and backing up a like a a running back coming back from a, like a severe injury who's prone to getting re-injured. This is what I don't understand with the Giants. Is is you had, like Roland said, you had Wayne Gallman. 
Wayne Gallman, million dollars. What was which Booker's contract? I think Booker's making four million dollars a year. Wayne Gallman, million bucks. Started all of last year, knows the offense, played pretty well, and would be fine going back to back up Barkley. Instead, you let him walk. You overpay for Booker, who you who you never who you're not using at all. It's a giant waste of money. Uh, but you want to quote unquote experience backup at the running back position, but your quarterback who is also hurt every season, you don't want to experience backup quarterback. <laughs> like, I, like it just, like, you have just Mike going Lennon, into, it makes up for it. <laughs> like, I just don't, it, it, it's just mind boggling. Like when you think of like, when you head into the off season, okay, what do we need? We need this, that, and the other thing. Like was a backup running back really that important? Like you had Wayne Goldman, who was fine. You can get a, a, how much money are the Giants spending on the running back position? Like the two running backs. It's, I've never seen this before. You, you, you're spending how much money on two running backs? It's absurd. Running it like can't, fantasy? Can't, it, it, yeah, I know. It's like fantasy. Like they, you don't get more points the more touchdowns they score. Neither of them score any point touchdowns anyway. Um, but I, I, I mentioned this in the chat, but I, I really don't think there is a worse situation in the NFL right now than the Giants. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, right? that's, that's easily true because, you know, at least the other bad teams, you know, like you look at the Jags, who I think I think they're projected as the number one overall pick. They, they yeah. have a, a quarterback that hasn't, uh, that, that we haven't given up on, on yet. You know, we're just saying he's on a super bad team and that's why, you know, he's struggling, essentially. Yep. yep. Yeah. And, 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 and they're going to get a new coach. Right. But they're also, like, clearly rebuilding. Like, the bad teams are clearly bad. The Giants are, like, perpetually underperforming. So it's like, yeah. do you leave it? Does does it fix itself next? You know, there's so many variables where they're yeah. in that, like, whatever the opposite of a sweet spot is, where <laughs> it's just every decision is bad. That is being jammed. Well, because, like, like, like you, you probably say Jack, Jacksonville and Detroit are probably the two other worst. Uh, two teams that are also in in bad spots, maybe Houston as well because of the Watson situation. But like, uh, yeah. So Detroit, it, the, the one thing that's well, not the one thing, but like the Giants, you're stuck with uh, a quarterback going into its fourth year who's been injured his first three seasons. And you have no idea what you're going to get in his fourth year, and you it's, so you can't give him the fifth year option. If you're a GM coming to the Giants, you, you're going to be stuck with Joe Judge, who might not be a very good head coach. And on top of that you have zero salary cap space. So what are you going to do next year? You're going to bring back Judge, Jones, Barkley, and run it back again? The team is about to win four games. And they, they yeah. can't do it. They, they can't do anything. Yeah, I don't know what they do. I don't even know what their game plan should be. But, I, I don't uh, know what their game plan one, one thing is clear. You know, I'm not a huge uh, DJ lover, but look at the difference... Oh my god! Between him and, him and the backup quarterbacks here, like at least at least he made you feel like once in a while he could do something. Well, well, that and, and that's what I've kind of seen on Twitter now, where people are like, "My God, is is Daniel Jones actually like how good is Daniel Jones? If this offense is that bad, with out like as you know whatever the backups, but like the offense can't move the ball. Like at least when we had Daniel Jones." It was some semblance of a NFL offense, maybe not a good one. So it's like, then you have to wonder, like, how fucking bad is this offense? Yeah, I, I feel like when Daniel Jones was playing, 
like your biggest complaint week in and week out was the Giants getting into the opponent's side of the field and punting it in situations uh, where they should have gone for it. Yep. You know, yeah. now now we're not even getting to that point anymore. No, they can't even move the ball. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, what, like 50 yards of offense in the first half? I don't think it was a question of Daniel Jones' quality at, like this year. I think it was an auxiliary thing. I think it was his resilience, his ability to stand up there. And then ultimate, like, I know we've been saying it all year, but I think it came down to play calling because he would run some monster drives and then they would just start playing very passively. And I think it just gets in their heads as professionals. Like they lose that edge and they lose that tenacity to play with. And it just becomes harder and harder to play. But I think he showed that he was a decent quarterback, at least this year, save for the like times he's been injured and stuff like that. Yeah, and the one game that they clearly rushed him back from a head injury too early, yeah. and he like 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 that like he, uh, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you, I think it was that Rams game where he had a concussion the week before, and then they're like, "No, nah, no, nah, he could play next week." And then he was like, "God awful." Yeah, but that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, why are they rushing back key players to come play <laughs> for a five to six win season instead of having them fully heal and be transparent and kind of go through the process? It just it just feels like they're hiding things all season because oh, of the totally poor performance things. instead of really owning up to it through the coaching staff and the management and saying, we screwed this up, we need to fix this, here's how we're going to do it. I would love to hear them say that. Then they're not, and that was the other thing. Like, like none of them say anything. The only person who's out there trying to talk about it is Joe Judge because he has to, but like you don't hear from Mario, you don't hear from Gettleman, you hear from none of these clowns. And I, I, do, I do agree with Daniel Jones. I I mean, he clearly has talent. Like, the injury issues obviously worry me. The neck thing, I don't know what the hell's going on there. But, like, I just don't see it happening with the Giants. I, 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 think, I, think, he's a, I think he could have been a good quarterback. I think he's probably a decent quarterback. Um, but I, I don't think the Giants have set him up for success and I think are on the verge of ruining his career. I, I you know, so much of like success, you know, this, but so much of success for NFL quarterbacks depends on like the situation that you're in. And like, I just don't, like, I mean, I, I, I watch like Mac Jones play for the Patriots. Like, I know he's only a rookie, but like, I mean, he's not doing anything impressive. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback, but like, he's in obviously an incredible situation because New England has the best coaching staff in the league. So like, the defense is always going to keep him in games. They know that the, they know plays to make them, you know, that like New England can't fall behind by two touchdowns because Mac Jones, that's where Mac, he, he's not going to play well. But like those games are so few and far between, like they just set them up really, really well. You know, Cincy and Joe Burrows are set, like have, they built up the offensive line first and then Burrows goes in there and Burrows looks great. Like same thing with Herbert and, and, and the Chargers. Like the Giants have, did not set Daniel Jones up for success. They didn't give him any playmakers his first season, in the, his first couple of years in the league. Outside of Barkley, who 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 was always hurt anyway, um, you know. So like, and, and the offensive line has been terrible. Like this was supposed to be the year that they gave him quote unquote playmakers, but the offensive line was still terrible. And Galladay and Tony missed most of the year anyway, and Barkley was terrible. So like, you're not, just not setting Daniel Jones up for success. And like, that's really that that's half of a, how good a quarterback can be. Like, does he have the team around him to to be successful? He does not. He does not. Spoiler. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> so 
I don't know. Can't I can't wait for this giant season to end. It's been it's been bad. You know what they should yeah. do for next year is um you know the the Bears had a big comeback win this week, uh you know, led by uh, Big Dick Nick. They should make yeah. a play for him as a backup, you know, because he's he, he's comfortable being a backup, and um, and he can come in at spot start. That's what you need, right? Right, and, and you can probably get him super cheap. You know, I think he'd yeah. be a perfect backup for Daniel Jones. Um, yeah, he you know, need a guy that can spot st- like Daniel Jones has proven that that he's gonna pull something or tweak something or something's gonna happen, and he's gonna miss two or three games a season probably. Uh, the, the team is just so terrible that it's bound to happen. Oh yeah, it's it's not even, that. Well, like, like he shouldn't be. I, I it's get not that even he, his fault. I get that he can do it, but like he shouldn't be running the ball as much as he as he is. But he has to in order to move this offense. Like, yeah. I, like that's that's why he he's doing it. Like Josh Allen can do it too, but you notice Josh Allen on the Bills only does it when he, like. When he absolutely needs to, like that, you know, the fourth quarter of the Patriots game, and they need the first down. That's when he's just gonna scramble and make a play and move the chains. But like he's, you know, Daniel Jones is just as just as athletic, but the Giants just don't have a good enough offense to not rely on Jones's everything to do to move the ball. So, yeah, I cannot wait for this season to be over and the draft to happen because no no I, get him in to be fired that's what i want first yeah 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 yeah, fucking yeah old okay. get him get out of there get him in to be fired i uh, judge basically i i'd like to see judge get fired and then the draft to come because i am hooked on pff's uh draft simulator um that i just need to see what they do because they could, they could just do what I've been doing all day and trading picks and getting so much draft capital back. Um, Tommy, have you been using analytics and, today? And, <laughs> and there are, there are good. I mean, they're gonna have basically, you know, pick five and pick whatever. Yeah, they should have two top ten picks. Yeah, yeah, uh, eight, it should be so, yeah, five and ten or five and nine. Yeah, they're gonna be around there. Like. Like I, I feel like your number five pick you keep, and number eight you trade back and get, you know, shit ton of picks. Um, they have to kind of stock up because I, I feel like they their team is just so terrible. And um, the team is so terrible, and they don't have any 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 salary cap space to sign anybody. They don't, else. Yeah, they don't have anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like they're stuck with these guys, and even if they cut them. Like, the dead cap is just going to kill next year's salary anyway. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so terrible. And, and one last thing. I also don't understand why the Giants announced, with at the time, three games to go in the season. Like, just before the Eagles game, a day or two before, that Judge was coming back next season. Judge and Jones were coming back next season. And then two days later, the Giants end up getting smoked by 24 points. Like, what sense does that mean? Why are you floating that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Judge is going to be our head coach next year th- with three games to go, and then Giants go out and respond by getting absolutely annihilated by. And on on Bartow. top of that, on top of that, you knew that you were that you're going to lose. You knew that you're going to look <laughs> l- look so stupid and so shitty. And why not just wait until at the end of the season when everybody stopped caring about this stupid fucking team? 
Like, what are you doing yeah. it now? Just wait, wait, wait just, another three weeks and be like, yeah, Judge is going to come back. Don't worry about it, guys. It's like, honestly yeah. like it's, – it's, it's, it's like they want to piss off their season ticket holders. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels like they're just pissing all over everybody who pays yeah. money on this stupid team. Yeah. Here's a here's a cup of Coke. Now uh, we're gonna bring back this <laughs> yeah. shitty ass team again. And yeah, a cup, what? Of, a, a cup know, of Coke per 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 fucking uh, license, not even per ticket, idiots. Yeah, and they keep God, they keep floating. Uh, what's his name? Kevin Abrams. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, and, I, I'm pretty uh, sure it's gonna be him. Oh God, it's so terrible that you can't terrible. look outside your. Ins- you you're so fucked up in the head that you think hmm, the guy sitting next to him is will just do his uh, better job. He'll just do a better job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who's been with him the last five years, or oh, oh, who's been the assistant GM, GM for the last ten years, is going to do a yeah. better job. Get the fuck out of here. Can the Giants gotta... screw up this draft? Yeah, they can. They're going to have they screwed up every draft. All yeah. all the different They're... picks that you. Sh- that you've posted so far, like probably four different iterations, all yeah. look like really decent ways to improve the team. I just, I just did, I just did one, and I, I X'd out of it by accident. I uh, did three different uh, dropbacks. I, I got like an extra ten picks between this year and next year in the simulator, and still got. A's on the picks that I had, and they were, you know, linemen and and edge rushers and uh, and uh, there are so many gaps it's almost impossible not to. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. They have so many holes. Yeah. They just yeah. pick. A- yeah, I mean, I I I truly believe that the Giants need to focus on offensive line, uh, edge rusher, and yeah. then uh, and then linebacker. Because I feel like if you secure, if you firm those up a little bit through the draft and you make some moves where you get an extra pick, um, I feel like that extra pick, you're still in those three categories. I still, uh, maybe, you know, cornerback or, or, you know, uh, safety or something like that. Um, Actually, no, I wouldn't even go that route. But maybe you get, you know, like in the late, you know, like in a third round or something like that, you know, you're running back or something like that. But you have to focus on those three groups. And then the pieces that you have that you're stuck with might actually perform a little better. Um, but you got you to gotta get more picks out of what you have. Like you just, it, like the writing yeah, well, is like, it's like right in front of your face. You can't not. Well, I, I I mean, if you look, I mean, the Giants probably you could say have two offensive linemen on the current team that should start next year, but then but they need to replace at least three of these guys, at least three. Yeah, I I, I think Thomas is a quality starter. I think that center is probably league average, maybe, which is fine. You could live with that. But then yeah. the the two guards and the right tackle, you need you, you need three of them. You need three new offensive linemen. Yeah. And I think, and yeah, you could. You need a tight end if too. You don't you don't have any yeah. tight ends next year? I mean, you could waste. I I think it would be a waste. It, do your first your first round pick says uh, not trade back and just go for the two 
tackles that are that are on the board, um, which I think would be stupid. Because um, I feel yeah, like I, I, would, yeah, do, I, I would like to bring back if they can get good, do, good value. Your five pick, you keep. You you get you get your player at five, and then that that seven or eight pick, whatever it is, um, it looks like it's trending towards eight. Uh, should be a trade back, and then see where you what what's available at that position. Whether it's another offensive lineman or uh, an edge rusher, I mean, you probably should go edge rusher because you'll I'm, still be in the first round. But I mean, know, I mean, the, you gotta the, you gotta see what's there. I mean, the Giants essentially need three offensive linemen, a tight end. Uh, you can make a case that they need a running back. Uh, they need a they need a pass rusher. They need probably at least two linebackers. Um, they'll need a new punter because that punter sucks. Uh, yeah, that that's nine, and I'm not thinking good players. It's just like starters. Like they have yeah. right now, they have, yeah. they have guys that are playing that should not be starting, potentially not even be in the league, and in, in those nine positions. So there's only right. so uh, uh, you know, it's uh, what's that like that like like to me that's just uh, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Easy have, peasy. We have. <laughs> you have people that shouldn't even be in the league. Like you're not going to have obviously a star at every position or whatever, but you have you have nine guys right now that should not be playing football. Yeah. What's the opposite of a dynasty? <laughs> <laughs> so. Um. Giants. Giants. Yeah. That. That's... You guys are blue. There's so, a reason they're blue. Um, yeah, black and blue. Um, what are you guys, uh, what are you feeling? Where do you want to go from here? Uh, like the next topic? Yeah. Rolling, are you drinking? I am. I'm having, uh, my favorite Long Island beer since I'm in Long Island. Blue Point oh, Toasted Lager. Got? Which one? Oh, Blue, Blue Point, Point. Nice. Toasted Lager. Um, it's nice lager with like kind of caramel flavor. It's nice, nice, well balanced, good, um, five and a half percent ABV. So they call it a Long Island style lager. I don't know what that means, but um, oh, I know what it means. It used used to be a, <laughs> it used to be like a small oh, craft brewery. <laughs> they got purchased by Budweiser, I think, like six oh, or really? seven years ago, or maybe Anheuser Busch. They got purchased by one of the large, larger uh, beverage companies. But still, quality is there. Rolling in on drinking tonight. Yeah, Danny, you drinking? So. No, not tonight. Not tonight. Um, Dan, you got any uh, Knicks talk for us? I see your boy Kemba Walker is like the player of the week or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, yeah, he's been that. Uh, he did, he he did win league. player of the week. He did win Player of the Week. He had a great yeah. week last week. Uh, he's uh, tonight. He did not, tonight he did not play well. Um, uh, you know, you, you get Player of the Week, and that's that's what happens. That's it. Well, but you know what else happened? Like he he can't. Uh, he's been playing a lot of minutes with Derek Rose out, and then a, there were a lot of Knicks on like uh, COVID protocol, and then they played a game tonight. It was like the second game of back back to back, and he just was. Uh, most of the starters just luck bent. Um, Kemba especially, uh, like he, he, I think they do have to really monitor his minutes because 
he can't he can't play play a lot. But the Knicks are only one game under five hundred now with uh, uh, a chance to get to five hundred on on Friday. Okay. This is a pretty easy stretch for them if they can pull together. They've won three in a row now. Uh, if they, you know, the 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 next couple of games aren't, I think, really up. The next two weeks are there's a bunch of winnable games, so the Knicks hopefully can kind of get some rhythm going. Um, they look better. I I I don't know. I don't I don't think the Knicks are going to make any trades at this point now. Uh, it doesn't sound like it sounds like that's kind of cooled off a little bit. Mitch has been playing better. Kemba's been playing better. Uh, with Derek Rose out, I, I, I think they kind of lied at the point guard position, so I don't think they're probably going to trade Kemba at this point. But um, but you know they, they they're looking better. They're looking better. Uh, Alec Burks had a nice game. Uh, the starters still need to play a little bit better, uh, but they had a lot of guys on COVID, uh, in the COVID. And I, I think they've kind of been a little slow coming back like rj's kind of been uh a little streaky since he's, he's come back from covid so um but yeah i think they're in ninth place now in the east moving on up moving on up. i think they're only a game or so out of six so yeah. so um so they're right there um rich who's in fifth cleveland oh yeah and and, and garland's out isn't he for a while yeah, they just they just had another injury, I believe. Yeah, I thought it was Garland. Is it another one besides Garland? Oh, uh, Ricky Rubio. Yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, I, the two of them played. Like, year, maybe. Or? I don't know. They they were concerned it was. How, I I don't know yeah. if they knew the seriousness of it. Yeah, uh, the, he's out both of them year. have been. Yeah, both of them have been playing great. So, I could see Cleveland starting to collapse a little bit if if both those guys are are out. For sure. Mm. For sure. So, so I think the fifth, and then who's in, who's four? Chicago, Miami, Miami, and Chicago's three. Yeah, everybody's pretty bunched up. Uh, yeah, you, know, you got you the top four bunched pretty close, so that can change on any given night. Then yep. the next like six then, are all bunched up, yeah. essentially. Yeah. What are you thinking about the Sixers? Uh, they need to make a move. They're just they're just. No, no cohesion, you know. Doc Rivers, everybody's tired of him. Oh, really? They're done with Doc already? Well, the the, me- the media got into it with them the other night after they won. Like, um, they beat who? Who do they beat? The Hawks, maybe? And the Hawks, whoever it was, was missing. You know, like oh, the like three Trey best, Young. Four, yeah, three best three best players or something. And yep. The, yep. and the media was like, you know, Doc, um, how do you feel about the Sixers, who are a relatively healthy team? You know, squeaking by against a team missing their top players, and like Doc went off. He was oh, like, really? he was like, you know what, Keith? That's a dumbass question. I don't even know why you're <laughs> asking me that. You know, I didn't hear you saying that. I didn't hear you saying any of that earlier in the year when we were undermanned and we were just losing games. Where were you saying that? And like, he just went on and on and on, and like, so so now the media, like as a whole, is all like jumping on top of him. You know, because uh, the, the media yeah. to it. Is very defensive, and they defend each other. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So, yeah, and and, and I do think it was a fair a fair question. I mean, you know, you got a healthy team, and you're struggling every single night to beat these teams that are have COVID issues. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's fair to ask that question. I think. I think so too. And, and listen, every team's had every team has that. So, like, I don't necessarily feel bad for beating a team like the Knicks beat. No, no, I don't feel tonight. bad. Yeah, I, I mean, because you know, last two weeks the Knicks would miss Knicks would. You know, 
missing five of their rotation guys because of COVID. Right. So, like, I'm not really – oh, yeah, Ricky Rubio turned ACL after the season. Right. So, I mean, that, like, that's a big loss for Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I – I, uh, well, I actually heard in the, in the Nick game tonight that uh, as of right now, like, the rumor mill uh, has been very quiet. Uh, in the NBA, because um, because of COVID, like teams are just trying to make sure that they just have enough. Like they've spent GMs and everybody is spending so much time just trying to find guys to fill rosters that right. they haven't really looked for trades. So, um, and and in regards to that, I saw someone mention this, and I totally agree with it. They should probably push back the trade deadline a couple of weeks because nobody can evaluate their teams. You know, yeah, they should, yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, you don't um, ever know who you have. Yeah, I know. Like, 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 <clears throat> the Knicks will be in hopefully all right position because they they ran through COVID now. But like, some teams are going through it now, you know, and 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 it'll take a while. Um, but I but I expect. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 so I'll be interested to see what happens. I don't think the Knicks are going to end up making a trade unless. Oh come on! You know, you know, Dolan's gonna tell them to make a trade or something. And if they if they get back on track, I mean, they're only a game under five hundred right now. Like, like they like the next three games, I think, are all pretty winnable too. Like, if they get to over five hundred now, and, and a fighting for that six seed, I mean, who are they gonna get? You know, is Miles Turner gonna make that big of a difference? I don't think so. I I I, I would still trade for him. I mean, the problem is if so you trade set you up for next year. It would because Mitch is Mitch is a free agent at the end of the season, so he's gone. So, so you're not keeping Mitch for any reason. So then the the question is, so the, but the problem with the Knicks is Derek Rose's injury. Like Derek Rose is out for the next, I think, eight weeks, right. seven seven weeks now, maybe. And the, and then part of your trade package would be Kemba Walker, correct? Yeah, yeah. So then who? So then so then so then what do you do? Exactly, what do you do? And I think that's probably what the Knicks' hesitation is, because like you. If you trade Kemba, then who's going to move into the starting point guard? Like, you could say Derrick Rose, but he's out for another two months or, th- quick, or seven quickly. weeks. You can move quickly, which they probably would do, but then who's going to be – like, that second unit for the Knicks has been so, so good again this year and quickly essentially runs that second unit. So, right. like, then you're really hurting your second unit. So I think the Knicks then are kind of Burks, in a bind. Burks, Burks running that? yeah. Yeah, and I like Burks. Burks had a great game today. But again, Burks had a great game tonight. But I think I mentioned this so, last week or two weeks yeah. ago. Like he's great. Game next. Yeah, and he's great in like his role. His role is like coming off the bench, playing twenty minutes a game. Uh, so you start moving around, or you put him in the starting rotation. He just is not as effective. So I don't. know. The Knicks have some. I, if they could do a Miles Turner trade with Mitch, and Mitch has played better. But I just think, like, what, what's your end game with Mitch? I mean, you're not resigning him next, at the end of the year. Like, you're not. So, if you can trade him for some value, like a Miles Turner, I would do it. But what else are you, are you packaging that with, you know? Yeah. Do, you want to do, do you want to put quickly in the starting rotation? Um, if you do, then that then fine. Then, then hopefully hang on until Rose gets back and you throw... I, I I would love Miles Turner. I think Miles Turner would be a great fit on this next team. Love Miles Turner. Rich, you a Miles Turner fan? Yeah, I'm a Miles Turner fan. Stop saying yeah. Miles Turner. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with the Knicks making any move that helps them this year and next year. As long as it's not just a move that helps them this year, I'm, I'm on board with it. Yeah, well, Miles Turner's under contract for the next couple of years, so so right. they'd have him for a little while. So that's why that's I'm, I'm all about. Yeah. And plus, Miles Turner's just he 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 might not be as athletic as Mitch, but he's just as good of a rim protector, and he spaces the court more because he can he, he can stand outside the three point line and knock down some shots too. Um, so I I think he's a better fit with this Nick team. I think Mitch just kind of. On offense, Mitch just sits underneath the basket, and Randall likes to post up a lot, and so like it just invites the double team because you have two guys right in the paint constantly. But like Miles Turner can stand outside in the corner, knock down some shots. He's a threat out there. Uh, uh, Randall has some more more space to work. I, I think it's a good move if they if they could make it work. So we'll see, we'll see. But I think the Knicks are easy schedule, but I think they're starting to get back on track. Very good. If they can get to the six seed, that's that would be the goal this year. I think that would be a successful season to get the six seed. There's yeah, a chance that they that. might not even make the playoffs, though. Who the Knicks? Right. Yeah. yeah uh, it's, possible. it's possible they should at least make the play-in game, though. Celtics are Celtics are bad again. They 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 just lost to the Clippers tonight. Yeah, they Clippers suck. Clippers are without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. At what point do the Celtics think about breaking up? You know, their young core. I don't know. You know, the, 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 the two Jasons. And I, I, well, Tatum and Brown, you mean, Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't know. I know. I mean, I, you know, they're still, they're still young and obviously not near their prime yet, but how many years do you let them be this middling team? I know. And, and not and it, make a ballsy move or do something. And they don't they like make, each other, right? It's. I don't. I think Tatum is kind of a tough player to play with. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know what. I don't know. I don't know what the Celtics do. They're not like I. I went to the Celtics game. I think I mentioned last week. But it's like very weird team to watch because they basically have these two superstars who they have to like alternate like their minutes a little bit. So like one's always you know plays more with the second unit or whatever. Like so they're not. Because essentially, when they're on the floor at the same time, they like just take turns. So it's like, okay, Jalen Brown got the ball last time. Now it's Tatum's turn to get the ball to do something. Now it's Brown's turn. Like they just don't run an offense. It's just basically like whose turn is it to run the to 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 make a play. Right. It's not. It's not very good. It's not. Yeah. I mean, if, if I was them, I wouldn't be looking to trade either one of them, but I'd be open to taking offers and seeing what comes in. Yeah, me too. I would do... Like, like part of a Ben Simmons package. Would you take Brown in a Ben Simmons trade? Oh, definitely. Easily. Yeah, I, I like Jalen Brown. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, I don't know if the Celtics... I don't know, the Celtics just always... Fit, you know, I mean, I know... What's his name is gone? Uh, what was his name? Ainge? Yeah. And he, yeah. You know, he he was always scared to make a ballsy move, but it yeah. it just still it still feels that way that they're scared to to, to pull take the trigger a chance. on something big. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, the big move was the Kyrie Irving move, right? But I mean, they didn't really give up anything. Like they did now. I what did they give I, her Isaiah and like yeah Isaiah Thomas and maybe a draft pick or two. Like it wasn't right. any. It it wasn't, and they. 
and they were ch- championship contenders that year until like their entire team got until Kyrie got hurt. Right, right. And then the next season, Kyrie was just pissed off at same <laughs> at old Brad Kyrie. Stevens. Yeah, and then Kyrie, same then, old then, Kyrie. Kyrie and Kyrie went crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't know what they what they, they do. They, they seem like an organization that overly believes in their ability to um, develop young talent, and it doesn't seem to be working. No, I, and I mean, they brought back like like their big signing this offseason was like bringing about bringing back Al Harford. I mean, like Harford's like thirty eight years old. Like, what is he gonna do? <laughs> Like this, Welcome back, not, bro. Welcome you know, home. I, I don't get it. Like, like they don't have, uh, you know, I actually like the Dennis Schroeder signing because they got him so cheap. Right. But like he doesn't oh, really. Yeah. yeah. But he hasn't really added much, and I mean, he's not really that good of a basketball player. And then you have Brown and Tatum, and you have Smart, and you have Harford. Like, you you think the team should be better? Like, I I don't understand why it's not. Yeah, because some something internally is just broke, you know, not functioning properly with their roster. Yeah, every, every year they're one of those teams, or for the last you, three or four years that underperforms. Because you look at them and you're like, you like, you've only had a roster with like Smart, with Schroeder, Smart, Brown, Tatum, and let's say Harford at the five. Like, how is that? That's a good team. I know Harford's not that great of a player anymore, but like, he doesn't need to score. Right. Like, how does that team? I mean, they don't. They don't have enough three point shooting. I think that's one problem. It's probably true. Uh, like Smart's a terrible three point shooter, and so is Schroeder. Send him yeah. back, Fournier again. I'll send yeah. him back. <laughs> that's that's like every roster in the league, though. Everybody like needs one more shooter. There's just not enough shooters to go around. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Well, because like you need a shooter who could also play a defense. Right. Like Smart and Schroeder are really good defensive players, but neither of them could shoot. Yeah, like so, where's Kyle Carver? <laughs> where is Kyle Carver? Is he in Cleveland? Yeah. Is that where he is? Let's see. Cle- Cleveland. Yeah. Speaking of Cleveland, yeah, he, they're they're coach. being they're oh, being heavily uh, heavily uh, rumored for Ben Simmons. Everybody's getting rumored. The, the Sixers are just throwing out all of these rumors, <laughs> trying, to, trying to get interest around the league. <laughs> I, I honestly believe all these rumors are just coming from the Sixers. From the Sixers, yeah. what, it's not, uh, a, not a bad plan. No, it isn't. It isn't. What's the What's the deal with Simmons? Is he uh, He's not playing anymore. No. Um, Doc said he spoke to him last week, but he didn't say anything more than that. That's legit. All he said he spoke to Ben last week. Now, is he still blaming like the mental illness stuff? Yeah, you know, he changed he's changed the story so many times, like nobody knows what the real reason is. I mean, he's legit used every excuse in the book. Yeah. You know, mental illness, you know, I don't want to play in Philly, you know, I'm offended by what they said, you know, I'm not in game shape, you know, he's Yeah, yeah. Is he um what's the uh payment situation right now? He's not getting paid. He must yeah. be getting fined, if anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the case. It's it's amazing, like where, how how you living, bud? Like where? where... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I know. Like, I, I, did did you just take out a loan and be like, yeah, I'm gonna get paid, you know, twenty five million next year, so it's okay. But you know. Well. 
I saw a few months ago, kind of near the early part of the season, that he put on like one of his Jersey mansions on the market. So maybe he sold that and is living off that money. <laughs> living off of that couple million bucks. Right, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I know. I don't. Yeah, it, it, like you, you forget that he's not playing. Or maybe he's just taking advantage right. of the hot I'm real estate market. Because the Sixers would be yeah, so yeah, much yeah. better with him. But, but like, how, how weird of a situation that in, in we have Ben Simmons and Sean Watson, like two All Star caliber players, like just not playing for such a long period of time. Yeah, I and completely Ky- forgot about Watson. Wow. Yeah, and Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie too. Yeah. I don't think Kyrie's played in the game yet, has he? No, yeah. I think so. He spoke today. He's been, or yesterday. He's been cleared, I think, today. Yeah, yeah. He, I think his goal is to play on January fifth. I think he said. Yeah. So that, so yeah, that would be a, Hard, a week from tomorrow. Harden, yeah, Harden, Harden said something about, oh yeah, you're gonna have the best three that ever have done it. You know, the top three that have ever done it. They're gonna be tough to beat if they're all back and healthy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't see it because so many other teams are having kind of issues and whatnot. I mean, Milwaukee's right. going to be Milwaukee. I think they'll probably be there, I guess. Um, they're they're going to smoke Milwaukee this year if they're healthy. I, you know, I think, I think so, too. The, the only real, you know, if, if Nets make the playoffs healthy, they're going to run through the East, and whoever they play from the West is going to give them fits. Kyrie uh, still can't play at home. I thought they waived. Oh, no, that's right. They allow them to practice now. <laughs> yeah, you still can't. Yeah. Still can't play in Brooklyn. <laughs> That's right. He can't play in Brooklyn. Which, which so now you got Which and now you gotta like look at the schedule and be like, you know, what do we? Do you sit like, you know, are you gonna sit Durant on the road so that he can play at home more? Yeah, that's right. I um, forgot. I, I I think you tank so you lose home court advantage through the playoffs. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, five, yeah, Go to the five. Yeah. You know how much they yeah. have to tank. To go from the one seed to the five, but I, I, mean, I think Brooklyn's going to be really it, tough it, to beat. It's only it's only a four game difference. Oh, is that all it is? It'd be, yeah. it'd be hilarious. It'd be hilarious if they were matched up with the Knicks. That would be an in- intense series. Um, yeah, I know, but, but Kyrie couldn't play in the series. Hey, Kyrie w- wouldn't be able to play in the series. <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> oh yeah. God, something that would be something. Yeah, so how long do you think until, like, the first big move makes? If if it all happens this year, you know, because, again, it is a weird year. I don't know. I I mean, I I, I think I think, I think think something will happen in January. I think the Lakers are going to – they got to make a yeah, move, Yeah, Lakers too. need to make a move, yeah. I mean, Russell yeah. Westbrook is really, really bad. That's that's true. They are a team that is going to make a move. LeBron's not going to, like, no. let I mean, the right now- playoffs like this. No, and nah. they're a barely five hundred team. Like they're gonna get, they're gonna get knocked out in the first round. I mean, do you like? You're not, you're not gonna get much back for Russell Westbrook. And I, I think I saw rumors that they were trying to get Ben Simmons for Russell Westbrook. No, that, are you serious? I mean, yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Oh, and plus, the Russell Westbrook's salary is so absurd. Like, who's gonna pay that? Isn't it like but forty get, million? Isn't it like forty million dollars this year? Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, L.A. L.A. play. Can they pay some of it? No. To light, 
to get rid of him. No, you, you can't do that in the NBA. They don't no, do that I, in the NBA? Yeah, it has to be matching salaries. Or within 5% or whatever. Or within, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I don't know what I don't know what they do. Uh, and, because because and Westbrook and, uh, is really bad. I, I saw a, a, another thing. Uh, are the Lakers uh, done with AD? No. No yeah, no I way. I don't think you can be done with that, but I did see that was like, you know, one of those, not I, Stephen A. Smith, but, you know, one of those Stephen A. Smith I, type of guys, you know. I, I've never been a huge AD fan. I always think he's a yeah. little overrated. Uh, right. But, yeah, I don't think they're done with him. I, I think they're definitely done with Westbrook, though. But I don't know how, I don't know what you could do with it. I mean, everybody knew that Westbrook signing was going to be a, a Westbrook deal was going to be a disaster. Everybody knew because it just doesn't fit well with that team and what they need. And he stinks. Yeah. So I, but I don't like, who's going to take, who's going to take Westbrook? Who? Like, it's such a bad contract. Yeah. Like you almost have to ship him off to like, they'd have to give up so much probably for another team to take him. I don't yeah. even know if the Lakers have that many assets to give up. So, yeah, I don't know. That seems Lakers seem like, but I, yeah. So like they're stuck with Westbrook. So then, what well, what do you do? What what else would they do? Yeah, get rid get rid of Mellow. Like okay. yeah, I don't I don't yeah I don't know what else they would do. Yeah, they're they're stuck. They gotta do something, but yeah, they they seem like they're kind of stuck with what they got. Yeah, I I think they are stuck right now. Uh, I mean, I mean, Lillard could get fed up with in Portland again and and demand a trade. I, I, I don't. I'll, I'll be interested to see what the Sixers do. Like, are they, are the fans content just throwing the season away? And maybe they are thinking thinking that there's no way they would be Brooklyn this year. Anyway, yeah, it depends. That would definitely help the fans if Kyrie came back and they looked unstoppable. Because yeah, you know, a lot of fans still. Are anti Ben Simmons and are like, hold on, you know, hold on to him until you get the deal that you want. Fuck him, you know. Let's 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 be spiteful and make make sure he doesn't get paid and all that. But there, you know, there is probably you know a good portion of the fan base that wants him gone now and you know just get some role players to help out. But you know, it's, but yeah, it's, it, it, yeah. But if Brooklyn becomes looks like it's like a dominant team. Like they get they get Harden, Kyrie, and Durant back playing like right. peak. It's like okay, we weren't going to beat him anyway, so that's like an easier pill to swallow. Definitely. Um, so that's why I'll be interested to see kind of, you know, how how, how it, it it plays out because like if if it, one team just looks like unbeatable, or two teams look, you know, and it could certainly be like Golden State and, and Brooklyn in the finals, like right, like that could easily be my prediction this year. Um. Then it's like okay, well, it didn't matter anyway. We'll see. Um, we'll see is right. Yeah, yeah I, we will I, see. I, I am getting tired of talking about Ben. I am, I am ready to move on, but I'm not pushing for them to, you know, do it right now if they don't have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's your uh, NBA talk, and that's the, the uh, show for this week. Um, stick around for the after show. We'll give you some uh, TV talk. Uh, and next week, uh, next week we'll have a good show. Next week's a good show. You, 
you're going to want to listen to next week. We got some special things coming for you. Uh, all Let's right, for producer Roland, Roland Barrielli, Dan Mara, Rich Cakel, and myself, Tommy McGraw. Thank you for listening to Last Man's Opinion, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Boom. Yeah, next week's going to be good. Off the hook.